Hello, everyone, and welcome to another segment of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast coming to you live from Shop Talk Europe. I have the pleasure now of sitting um, with Lauren Barry. She is the head of luxury retail at Fraser's Group. We just had a great conversation on stage here at Shop Talk, and so we're going to give you a little bit of a sound bites that we got from that conversation because you weren't able to be there live. Um, Lauren, thank you for sitting with me. So, um, Let's start by telling the audience a little bit about Fraser's Group because there might be some that are new yeah. to, the, to the audience. So Fraser's Group is a global company. You know, we've got 900 stores across 30 countries employing over 3,000 staff. We started in 1982, actually really interestingly, we were a massive success story with just a £10,000 loan. Oh, wow. And we're now a FTSE 100 company. So we've seen some massive growth over the last 40 years. I work within the luxury segments. We break our uh, business into three key pillars. We've got sports, which is, you know, sports direct. We've got premium, more House of Fraser and USC, and then we've got our luxury uh, sector, which is what I head up. So we've got flannels, Amara Home, 18 Montrose. You know, flannels now has got 60 stores across the UK and Ireland and growing. We've still got, you know, an aggressive rollout um, plan for these stores. We've launched new flagships recently, which we, I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit more detail with new categories, etc. So yeah, it's a really exciting journey in time for us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and some unexpected areas too. You guys are really um, strategic about where you open doors. So it's a differentiated yeah. experience for the consumer. I think, you know, luxury across the UK is actually an underserved market where we've got these doors in towns and cities they've never actually had access to luxury before we know that you know a lot of luxuries you know in capital cities or some of the bigger cities but having 60 doors we give access to that you know luxury product to consumers that haven't had it before and I think that's you know a really exciting strategy and something that you know we're seeing great results from. Yeah so tell us a little bit about your newer experiential retail yeah. for your flagship. So in June 2021, we launched our first flagship. Obviously, every flagship that we've launched, we're now at three. We've got a further two to open this year. Everyone changes, you know, through learnings and developments. It's always ever evolving. But our latest concept within Liverpool, it's 120,000 square foot across six floors. And we've brought in new categories and elements, whether that's beauty that we've done previously, you know, within the flagships. Actually, how do we elevate that even more? How do we, the experiences we've put in, you know, the world's first beauty changing rooms where customers can try, try test and play makeup they've never been able to do that before but actually we've taken the learning from Meadow Hall that it was a great experience but it wasn't big enough people maybe wanted to do it with another person so they're ever evolving we launched Barry's boot camp as well really exciting you know fitness concept it's a world-class fitness studio that started its rollout in the US it's quite London predominant and they recently launched in Manchester but they wanted to partner with us because we want to be able to give those experiences within store and create those worlds of so, you know, for new trends, we've seen active well-being has had massive growth. We don't 
just want to provide our customers with the best on running trainers or workout clothes actually come in you can purchase those and you can also go and have you know a great world-class fitness you know so it's really exciting of how can you merge you know the experiences and elevate what flannels currently is we believe you know we're a luxury playground it's not all about products although we want customers to touch and feel products actually how can they you know experience yeah. different elements well as you're thinking through that too what i'm thinking about is a conversation we had of you have this core group of existing loyal customers very yeah well-versed in, in luxury, know all the brands, yeah. know their preferences, and then you have this up-and-coming newer customer who's just starting to understand luxury. Tell me how you balance that out as you're um, make, rolling out these new concepts. I think, obviously, really interesting about that new luxury customer, we know that one in three customers that shop with flannels are experiencing luxury for the first time. We know that there's a growth within that luxury market, circa 5% year on year. And I think what we need to do is, it's more through, we've got the brands and we have the products that those consumers want, whether that's, you know, the global powerhouses or whether that's new emerging brands and trends, which is something that, you know, our buying team really focus on. So once you've got the brands there, it's actually, you know, what are the services and add-ons to entice those two different customers type so within our services we've got the more traditional luxury approach of you know one-on-one -on -one personal shopping sessions or we have style and collect where a customer for ease you know can order online but they can also book a appointment to collect it there'll be a glass of champagne waiting in the fitting room we'll ask you know is this for a special event we'll put add-on items or what's your favorite brand and we'll have those already in a fitting room for them and that's what we're seeing a bigger uptake on that you know from the traditional customer but you've still got that new luxury customer that wants to experience it, it but in a very different way so we've created you know the beauty bar where local influencers makeup artists can come in take over well host a you know 12 person masterclass or whether it's you know a dime with dior in our restaurant so there's all different experiences yeah. that actually you know a gen z will use maybe the beauty changing room more so than our true luxe customer because they know what they want they've right. maybe previously bought into that you know beauty product and actually they're just coming in to repurchase it maybe some add-ons but actually this is a whole way to test play use technology etc yeah no absolutely and i love that you touched upon technology because in luxury i think that's um in some ways i think the luxury industry has been innovative above others yeah but um, when it comes to technology it's a different consideration. So how, how are you thinking through that where you're creating yeah. this super high touch environment, all about one-on-one -on -one service and um, white glove service, yeah. right? But then also facilitating it with technology. I think that's exactly how we use technology as a business. It's got to enhance the service that we're giving. And we still very much believe in physical retail and one-on-one -on -one and, you know, customer service versus, you know, very tech-led approach. However, in our London flagship, we've created Funnels X, which is a collaboration space. Where actually, we've managed to merge the worlds of fashion, art, music, and tech in one space. So you've got the pop-up, which can display the product, they can touch, they can feel it, they can try it on. 
but then you've also got you know the UK's biggest immersive digital space within the basement that actually shows the tech you know content brand content artist content and then can also host events yeah you know so whether that's a designer that's coming up to talk whether you know it's a British Fashion Council dinner and actually we're finding that those kind of experiences which are powered by tech actually bring in that customer and work better for a luxury environment so as you're bringing in these new elements they're going to kind of the experiential flagship first yeah. um, what is the plan longer term how are you learning from that and how will that impact the other stores and, and I think, you know, we've obviously got 60 stores, depending on the size of market and demand. And, you know, we've got a lot of great research from our business. Having over 900 stores in these key locations, we understand the size of the market, consumer demands, etc. So we've got our regional format where, you know, you might go 10... 10,000 square foot to kind of 30,000 square foot and then these flagships it could be anything from 35 to 120,000 square foot so I think what we're learning is you know there's elements that we can take of these stores whether it's you know eventing within stores and what works and you know whether it's pop-ups and activations that might actually start in our flagships but then you know we can do a roadshow with them to make sure that you know they go across our regional estate we're never going to be able to offer everything in a 10,000 you know square foot store but what we do know is okay these are the key trends and elements that consumers want let's take you know an edited version of that mm -hmm to those regional doors. Yeah, and within that, there's a lot of, you know, luxury brands that you have that are more mass marketed and well-known, yeah. and then they have those kind of newer brands that aren't as well. Yeah, and I think, you know, you can see across the UK that people, you know, London maybe sets a trend and it can take a lot longer, you know, the key cities then, like a Manchester, a Leeds, a Glasgow, for example, will then, buy into that trend but actually to take it you know to other parts of the market it's kind of a six to six to nine month process for them to catch up but actually we we understand the data we've got so much great data that actually we know when that trend is going to spike that and we can make sure that the right project brands you know are that yeah no that's great um before we wrap like what are you excited for in the future like what do you, what is your mind starting to kind of plan and I think, you know, how can we keep layering in these experiences, working with great partners like Barry's, like our F&B operator, and actually what's going to be the next, you know, we saw the active, you know, and well-being world explode. What's going to be the next trend that, you know, we can do? Will we then put digital immersive spaces like we have in London in all of our stores? You know, will it actually be more leisure? Could it be, you know, a VIP center? There's so many different yeah. concepts that we always want to see, you know, what is next? Will a beauty changing room be there in five years or will it be something else, you know? And I think it's just reacting and seeing, you know, what works for consumers. Whenever we open a store, I stand in a store for, you know, at least three days and I want customers' feedback, you know, what did you like, what didn't you like? I think, you know, and from that, we can kind of learn and, you know, grow with it. So I think, look, there's loads of exciting things. Do I think tech will help us? Yeah. Absolutely. I definitely think that is going to have a part to play. But within luxury, I think it'll be a very different part to what you see in, you know, fast fashion and high street. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's great that you're really sitting there and listening. Um, it's so underestimated the importance of listening. I know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's learn. so key, you know, to be able to stand in those stores and customers come in and you see them go, wow, oh, 
oh what's back you know actually okay these customers maybe this customer doesn't understand you know somebody go and explain that concept or you know they didn't understand that the beauty changed it they could maybe just walk in and try and you know and then it's how that you know our staff and management team you know help educate those customers through that feedback yeah no absolutely and um i think that's important as well like as you're rolling that out that's probably changing the way in which you're training your store associate and the role that they play exactly you know we've got in terms of tech you know we've gone onto microsoft teams we've got platforms everything can be accessed whether it's video you know training material whether it's you know what appointments they've got coming all from their fact you know so there's tech playing parts in different ways mm-hmm. um, but also I want those you know our teams to be the forefront of you know our business and making sure that we are giving that service especially where people you know experience luxury for the first time that's what you want you want an open environment you know where you can shop and explore and yeah. you know they're the environments trying to create yeah for sure it's an experience in yeah. itself and a destination well thank you so much for sitting with you're me. more than welcome thank you for having me yeah again everybody this is lauren berry from fraser's group um and thank you for spending the time thank you so much for having me